It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan and the CBS Sports Network. Boomer Esiason, Greg Giannotti, it's Boomer and Geo on the fans, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network, and wherever you are on the free Odyssey app, good Tuesday morning. I'm going to start off this morning with a full disclosure that I am deteriorating physically by the minute. My wife got the neurovirus after both my daughters had the neurovirus, she got it yesterday. And then I got cocky, and I touched the neurovirus money, and I said, I am not getting this thing. You guys, just your immune systems. I pulled it out, too, because I said, your immune systems are terrible. I said, I'm eating great. I'm working out. And you guys are just, I mean, you should be ashamed of yourselves for catching all these germs. And I woke up, and I popped out of bed, and I was thinking, man, if I could just get through today, I'll be fine. Took a shower, felt great, went downstairs, got in the car. Halfway here, I'm listening to CeeLo talk to E. Frank in Astoria. Maybe that's what made me sick. And I start shivering and getting very, very tired and queasy. So I'm going to give it a shot. I have not thrown up. I have not had any sort of uh, stuff coming out the other end yet. So I'm going to give this a shot because that's what I do, Boomer. When adversity faces me, I power through. You know me. I never run in the other direction of adversity. I always take it head on. Uh, good morning, Boomer. How are you? Uh, I'm doing a lot better than you are, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, if you need to go, you need to go. That's all there is to it. Yeah. I mean, uh, just make sure the bucket's close by. Mm-hmm. Got, got, got it, right? Yeah, I got it right there. It is right there. Just yeah, make sure it's close by. Well, I'm going to run out of here. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to get that on CBS I mean, Sports Network. Well, I don't know. We should. Hey, Stephen Waldron. Stuff. Would you like to see me throw up on CBS Sports Network or would like for me to run out of the studio? Well, first off, I hope you feel better. Yeah, okay, sure and, you do. Uh, I'd rather it be off camera. Okay, <laughs> well, I'll try my best. I'll grab the button, yeah. I'll get yeah. off camera, and then just quickly, just have that uh, camera uh, finger ready to go right to Boomer's face when that happens. It's, just, right? it's amazing to me that uh, All right. this neurovirus just, just goes the way it does. I mean, it's just I can't it's nonstop, it. man. I'm waiting for non-stop. Pfizer to come out for a vaccine and make another $100 yeah. billion dollars for that one. Right. Yeah, I mean, I... Uh, <laughs> I read something yesterday that like this is this neurovirus is sixty six percent more contagious than any other one that they've 66%. seen. Sixty six percent. Sixty six percent. Sixty sixty percent. Because they're they scientists, that? man. There's petri dishes, and they know what they're, they're doing. Scientists. Yeah, they check that stuff out. They're the epidemiologists. That's what they do, man. So they check stuff out, but that's what they said. Yeah, it's, said rough, it's, it's a rough one, Big. So hopefully it's not going to hit you. We'll see what happens. If you stop feeling good, then you just get out of here. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I mean, I tell you, this is, um, yeah, this is, if this is in my head. You want me to call it drip hydration right now? I don't think I need it yet because I, I have an IV nurse in here. I don't I haven't thrown up yet. That's why I'm worried about getting right. that drip hydration before the stuff starts coming out of me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell in your eyes. You can tell in my eyes? eyes. Yeah, I can see it. You can tell, really? Yeah, I can see it. Oh, God. I'm sitting here real close to you so I can can tell. Yeah, man. I mean, your skin looks good and everything, but you look a little... uh, Glazed over? Glazed over, a little bit. Yeah, I thought the same when I looked at my eyes in the mirror, too, and I'm freezing. That's why I have this jacket on. I'm absolutely freezing. Yeah, you got your, you're got you a big layer guy. I, know I am a big layer guy. I got three of them on right now. Right. And I got my hands in my pockets because I'm freezing. Do you want me to get the blanket out of my... Uh, Al, can you go get the blanket <laughs> out of my office? I think that will help, too. Yeah, I think so. 
So anyway, uh, yeah, little, what's going on in did sports? A, did a little digging yesterday. Oh, nice, I love it. And uh, you know, had a few conversations with a number of people across the NFL. Felt really good about the conversations that I was having. Just talking about different players, different potential scenarios, and things of that nature. And I know that uh, David Carr, Derek Carr's brother, was out there talking yesterday about this is going to be a process for for Derek Carr that he wants to find the right team, the right fit, and all of that other stuff. And uh, that I, I figure that you know Derek Carr is going to want to sign a contract here within the next you know week or so. Didn't I mean, sound like it. I mean, I, I think he needs to. I think he needs to get out in front, pick his team, sign the contract, and get, and move on. Whether his brother said he was dragging it out. His brother uh, David on NFL Network said that he's going to drag this thing out. There's no reason. There is. There's no reason to drag it. Says so not anytime soon. He's going to make a decision. All right, here's your blanket. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Let's see if this helps. Perfect. Oh, yeah. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Boomer. I know. That's how I felt. I was freezing my ass off. Oh, God, you did? You had that symptom? Yeah, there was nobody to give me a blanket, though. <laughs> no, just the nurse with the sponge bath. Uh, yeah, I was just, I was, uh, you know, one minute you're, you're freezing, next minute you're sweating. Yeah. It's crazy. Anyway, so, you know, I don't know what their car is going to do. I still, I do know, however, that he is concerned in, from the Jets' perspective that you know that Zach Wilson is here, and what does the future hold for Zach Wilson? Oh, you know, okay. Nobody can answer that question. So we we were speculating that absolutely he would ask that question. It sounds like he did. And he did. Yeah. And I do know that uh, you know the Jets are not doing anything with Zach Wilson, regardless of what the fan base may think. You know, you start reacting to the fan base, you end up sitting with the fan base. Yeah. So there are a lot of people out there that are not. Uh, all that happy with Zach Wilson, and I can understand that. You know, he has to earn back the respect and the trust of the fans and certainly his teammates. And I'm not saying that he is in the running to start next year, but he is going to be here. And he's going to be he's going to be a part of the team. That that I know. They're not giving up on him just yet. But if they sign Derek Carr, so Derek Carr's gonna so want a four or five year deal, right? That's the point. Yeah. So if they sign Derek Carr, that that may be the sticking point. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure, but uh, that could be a sticking point for Derek Carr. I don't want to put words into Derek Carr's mouth, but he was certainly wanted to know what the the idea and the future was for uh, for Zach Wilson. And like he should. He should go through everything that is on his mind and want answers to all these different questions. Now, I also think that there is a really good chance that whenever this this darkness retreat ends for Aaron Rodgers, which may be today. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, so I heard uh, Alan Jerry talking about it, about the, is he going to be on McAfee today? And I, I Googled it myself. I can't find anywhere if he is, so I, unless I missed it. But I, if he's on McAfee today, then obviously we know he's out of the darkness retreat. So if he, so there's a good chance he comes out of this thing and what? All right. Uh, well, this is, this is what has to happen. If he is going to be a New York Jet quarterback... What what is Al Mac McAfee is off this week, so he he's will off, not. So, he right, will, so yeah. maybe he is in a darkness tree. Okay, but anyway, if if Aaron Rodgers is to be the quarterback of uh, of the New York Jets, I, I put a few different things together, thinking that this is what it's going to take. So understand that Aaron Rodgers, in his career up to this point, has made three hundred and five million six hundred eight thousand dollars. All right, so he's already north of three hundred million. He is scheduled to make $59 million this year with the Green Bay Packers. Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers, according to many different people, actually three different people that I've spoken to yesterday, 
is basically driving this bus. He is the one that is total control of what he wants to do. And so Green, if and the Green, Packers want him back, he's not going back. And Green Bay knows this. Okay. And Green Bay also knows that they can't afford a $59, $59 million, you know, uh, signing bonuses, which is basically a $58 million signing bonus, which is what he's going to get. So if he goes back to Green Bay, he would have to readjust his contract again. Or this is what I think is it's got to happen if he's going to be a New York Jet. Number one, he has to come out from his darkness re- retreat and he has to demand a trade to the Jets only. Okay? And if he does that, then Green Bay will acquiesce and they will trade him to the Jets. And Green Bay is not going to receive all the compensation that everybody thinks. Well, yeah. Be- because of the number money one of his age. age. Yeah. And, yeah. But then, then there has to be a third thing. Rodgers has to do what Brady did with Tampa. He's got to adjust his contract to a point where it's amenable for the Jets to pay it. And also, he has to have a sit down with Woody Johnson and say to Woody Johnson, look, if I'm taking less money, you have to assure me that you're going to be spending money in other spots to rebuild this team you know, quickly via free agency, and most likely, I'm thinking offensive line. Sure, and get all his friends. Use that money well, on all my friends that well, play maybe, with maybe, the Packers. Well, maybe not. Maybe not so much his friends, but what he would we what he would end up doing is taking somewhere between thirty to thirty five million per year, maybe seventy million guaranteed max over the next two years. And then the Jets would have flexibility with their money, and Woody would have to spend it and allow Joe Douglas to go do what he needs to go do in order to support. Aaron Rodgers. Now, here's the key part about this. If they get Aaron Rodgers and they get him for two years, let's say two years, and then there could be a compensatory pick that is tied to Aaron Rodgers' success here and the Jets' success here that maybe Green Bay would get something else back if they ended up going to the Super Bowl or they go into the playoffs or something. That that part of it is not going to be all that difficult between the Jets and Green Bay. The, the other thing that has to happen here is that, and what will happen here is that the Jets do get to keep Zach Wilson on the team. And it turns out that I believe that Aaron Rodgers is Zach Wilson's idol. And now you get the best of, you get the best, best of both worlds from the Jet perspective. You get to hold on to Zach Wilson. He gets to sit and go to those meeting rooms with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron and, and Zach seem to like each other a lot. Um, and there, then there's the Nathaniel Hackett uh, relationship deal, which is a really strong, which is a big, thing in this whole kind of situation is that they do they are close and one of the reasons i believe or a number of reasons why aaron Rodgers didn't go to denver last year he could have forced to trade to denver was because i don't think he wanted to leave his buddies behind you know the bakhtiaris the randall cobbs the mason crosby's of the world that he wanted to see if he could run it back one more time with those guys but now i think all of those bets are off and when you think that Green Bay is sick of Aaron Rodgers and sick of all of this, I'm yeah. telling you that is true. That is true. Well, that laid. is 100% true. So if Aaron comes out of his darkness retreat and he says, I want to continue to play, I want to go to the Jets, I want to modify my contract, I want to get assurances from Woody Johnson that he's going to spend on free agency, and then the Jets can hold on to Zach Wilson. To me, that is like a match made in heaven. That would be the perfect scenario for the Jets, if Aaron Rodgers is willing, which I believe he would be, he would have to be, willing to lower his salary. Well, is he to willing a, to, but we go back to the same point, though. Is he willing to go to the Jets? If he's willing to lower his salary, that's one thing. Does I he believe, do that yeah, for the I, Jets? I now believe, yes. 
Really? I now believe yes. But who the hell would know with how weird he is? I just, I believe yes. I believe that that, that is a, that, that scenario right there would be the perfect scenario oh, yeah. for the New York Jets. Now, we've been saying, obviously, that Rodgers is the best option for weeks now. It's just a matter of him actually wanting to play here. So. Yeah, well, and I believe that that could be the case. And I think a lot of that would have to do with his relationship with Nathaniel Hackett. The other thing, too, is if he comes here and, you know, Nathaniel's calling the plays and, and doing all that stuff. You know, Aaron knows this, obviously, these plays, like the back of his hand. So when he comes here... Like, when I came to the Jets, I knew Bruce Coslett's offense. So I was able to coach as well as play. In other words, the quarterback is well-versed in all the, you know, all the, you know, language and all the situations, all the pass protections and all that other stuff. And you seamlessly just hit the feet ground running. And he becomes an extension of the coaching staff, which is a good thing for like guys like Garrett Wilson, for Elijah Moore. He can tell them exactly what he wants them to do and how to do it. And uh, you can't you can't minimize that fact either. Now, just to go back to Derek Carr for one second, to me, like Derek Carr is not coming here for a two year contract. Derek Carr is not coming here. I I think Derek Carr is looking for like a four or five year deal, and they want somebody. He wants somebody to commit to him. Well, of course, I mean, especially after what happened with the Raiders, that's what he's going to be looking for now. Uh, here's the problem: if he asked about Zach Wilson, Derek Carr, then I'm sure he asked about Aaron Rodgers. Like, what's your guy's interest in Aaron Rodgers? Am I going to be sitting here wanting to play for you and then all of a sudden I'm the second choice? I mean, that's a question that's very difficult to answer. The the other thing, too, that you may have to commit more money because of of, uh, Derek Carr's age. You're going to have to commit more money to Derek Carr than you would to Aaron Rodgers. You know, and you'd have to commit more years. Uh, And I, I, to me, if I had to, my crystal ball tells me that, you know, if Zach Wilson, they're going to keep Zach Wilson. They're not getting rid of him yet. So everybody needs to get that out of their minds. But what if Carr stays, though? I mean, what if Carr signs? They're not getting rid of Zach Wilson. They're, they're just what the not. hell they're going to do with him for five years? No, they're going to. They're going to. They, they think that they have a. Spe- I know. I know when I say that. I'm, and I'm, again, I'm not saying that I agree with all this. I'm just telling you how I think that they're thinking. I think that they believe that they have a special player on their hands that just is very immature and just needs to grow up and just needs to learn how to become a professional football player. Now, many of us Ranger fans could have said the same thing about Capo Caco, could have said the same thing about Filipino, could have said the same thing about uh, Alexei Lafreniere. And all of a sudden, all three of these guys are becoming some, they're they're actually becoming the players that we were hoping that they were going to become. They're getting better each and every year. And it takes a while. Everybody's a little bit different. And maybe in the b- mindset, in the back, in the back of the mind, is that you bring in a Aaron Rodgers who likes uh, Zach Wilson and can mentor Zach Wilson, even though he's not going to say, "I'm I'm here to mentor him. I'm here to win football games." But what I mean by that is that he'll get to watch him every day in practice. He'll get to watch how he prepares. He'll get to watch how a Hall of Fame quarterback goes about his business. And then after two years, if Aaron Rodgers wants to retire, or even after a year he wants to retire, the Jets at least have their quarterback for the moment. And and hopefully he will drag this other young quarterback along and get him to be the player that they see on the practice field. It's not surprising that Aaron Rodgers is Zach Wilson's idol because I feel like they fell off the same douche tree. You know, they got that same personality, that same grading. You know, teammates don't love him. You know, they, you know, birds I think, of a feather. I, I, th- I do think teammates do love Aaron Rodgers. Maybe some of his younger teammates probably a little bit 
aloof and all that other stuff. But you ask Randall Cobb, you ask Mason yeah, Crosby. He's, he's got his inner circle. You ask Bakhtiari, you ask some of those guys that have been around him for a long time. They'll tell you he's a great teammate. Sure. Those guys. He's got his inner circle. Sure, but he's he also won. And he's also won MVPs. also played at the top level of his game. Which That's true. affords you a lot of wiggle room when it comes to your personality. I do know this, that having like a guy like Aaron Rodgers here for two years, if he is out there and he is playing the way that we expect him to play, your defense is going to be better just by virtue of the fact that the offense is going to score more points and they're going to hold on to the ball longer. Oh, absolutely. They're not going to be throwing turno- you know, uh, interceptions and fumbles and also the crap that the Jets have been going through offensively. I mean, I, they won about four or five games there with virtually no offense. I, I would I would argue if I go back and look at last year's schedule that if Aaron Rodgers were their quarterback, four or five more wins for this team.